When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. On the Cowboy Sports Network from Learfield, live from Rib Crib in Stillwater, smoking the good stuff since 92. This is the Mike Gundy Show, brought to you by Chris's University Store, your one-stop cowboy shop, and by your local Homeland Grocery Store, official grocery partner of the Cowboys. Homeland, your homegrown advantage. This is the Mike Gundy Show. Here is your host, Dave Hunziker. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Coach Gundy Radio Show on this Monday night as the Cowboys are 2-0 and ranked in the top 10, getting ready for the final game in their three-game homestand this weekend against Arkansas Pine Bluff as OSU starts the year with three consecutive games at home. Of course, Rib Crib is the home of the Coach Gundy Radio Show. We are not at Rib Crib tonight, however. We had a, a malfunction that led to us having to unfortunately change plans and come over to Boone Pickens Stadium uh, to do the show here tonight. So we apologize that we are not at Rib Crib and we appreciate uh, the good folks at Rib Crib and all that they do for us and and uh, the accommodations they make and uh, the willingness to be flexible with us. So we greatly appreciate them. Of course, <laughs> you should appreciate them too because when it comes to great barbecue, you can't beat Rib Crib on Perkins Road in Stillwater, home of the Coach Gundy Show. And you know, if you have a tailgate this weekend, a party coming up, Whatever it may be, they are a great choice. Give them a couple days' notice, even if you have a group of 50, 60, 70, 80, whatever. They can handle it with their award-winning barbecue. So Rib Crib is a great place uh, to go if you're obviously having a pregame meal or, again, if you want to feed that big group on game day. We'll take a break, come back. We'll start our, start our conversation with Coach Gundy after these messages. This is the Mike Gundy Radio Show from Learfield. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. Touchdown! You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda, all with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. At Homeland, we are your homegrown advantage. Serving Cowboy fans everywhere fresh produce and party trays and all the chips and drinks for a complete game day experience. Homeland now offers curbside pickup or delivery straight to your watch party. Visit the butcher for top USDA choice beef or party trays from the deli online. No matter how you game day, Homeland has all your tailgate needs. Homeland, your homegrown advantage and official grocery partner of Cowboy football.
Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at Physical Therapy Central can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With over 30 convenient locations across Oklahoma City and beyond, contact PT Central today at ptcentral.org to see a physical therapist. Physical Therapy Central, a proud sponsor of Oklahoma State Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Cowboy fans in the game. Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. Because we are blue, we believe in being loyal and true. Whether you need health insurance for your family or just yourself, we've got you covered. Choosing Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma means access to the largest network in the state and local service. Go with blue. Visit bcbsok.com to learn more. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma is a proud sponsor of Oklahoma State University Athletics. MidFirst Bank is proud to be an official partner of OSU Athletics and offer the OSU Visa Debit Card. Show your cowboy pride with every purchase. It's the safest and most convenient way to access your funds, and it's accepted at millions of locations worldwide. You can also manage your OSU Visa Debit Card with card controls, available on the MidFirst mobile app. Visit any MidFirst banking center today or go to midfirst.com slash cowboys for details. MidFirst Bank, member FDIC. Family first. <laughs> My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. Shelter Insurance. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Jared Mill Irons and Dave Monks have both called Stillwater home for 20 years. So when they began the pursuit of opening a craft brewery, there was never a question where its home would be. Iron Monk is loyal and true to OSU and Stillwater and is proud to represent that as the official craft beer of Oklahoma State Athletics. 1890 original is brewed in Stillwater by Cowboys for Cowboys. Iron Monk Brewing Company, official craft beer of Cowboys everywhere. Drink responsibly. It's the Cowboy way. It's the Coach Gundy Radio Show, and we're at Boone Pickens Stadium tonight. Had a malfunction in case you missed the first segment that uh, resulted in a change of plans, and so we're here at the stadium tonight. We'll be back at Rib Crib, our uh, weekly home, two weeks from tonight. Next week, no show because of the off week. And then two weeks from tonight, prior to the conference opener against Baylor, we'll be at Rib Crib and uh, do all the things that we normally do and have a wonderful meal together and and get ready for conference play. So, you know, keep making note of that. Coach Gundy is here and uh, coming off a win over Arizona State 34-17 on Saturday. And as you sort of rewound the game in your head and watched the video, Coach, what anything come to mind that you didn't talk about Saturday night? Did you, did you see something on video that surprised you in a good way? Uh, I was pretty accurate Saturday night in the post game. Um, you guys had on the, on the, after the, the game and, um, I was pleased with our upfront play on both sides of the ball in the second half. I felt like that we were really physical with our defensive line play. We were active and put the quarterback in a difficult situation, forced him to, to, uh, to let go of the ball early and move his feet, had some errant throws. That was the first time this year that I felt like that we, we started to pressure and looked a little bit like what we had done last year. Then, obviously, it makes it easier on the, the backers and the secondary guys to cover sure. up. Um, once we started to get in th that routine, um, the offense started to rush the ball better. We covered guys up, and our backs were really physical in their running style. And 
that's kind of who we are this year, it looks like, with kind of like the Des Rolling year, uh, where we just try to pound downhill at you, and every once in a while we might break one, but it's not going to be uh, like it was with when some of those backs we had, like Justice Hill and those guys that could take off and go 50 and 60 yards, or you know even Chuba, for that matter. Right. But we we got in front of guys, and we were really physical, and then we started to wear them down a little bit. Then we picked up the tempo again on offense, and then that allows us to get play-action passes and throw them down the field. We get the big plays. and So I was pleased with uh, the way we competed in the second half from a physicality standpoint. Um, our special teams was uh, was really good all night. Um, it's it's early. Um, you know, I'd maybe wait two or three weeks to say, but I feel like we might be able to have the best special teams unit that I've had as a head coach here. Really? And we've got a number of guys that can run and hit, and they they just seem to have some some savvy and have an understanding for special teams. And there's a craft to to a return unit, and there's a craft to a a coverage unit. And it's not just run down the field and tackle. You have to fit in certain areas and you have to understand who's got what gap and what what schemes the other teams use and then it just seems like that we have the majority of guys that are 190 to 210 pounds that are really fast and physical and it's not normal to want to play on those units and run down and have a collision with another human after running 40 yards and you got to really want to do it and so I, I'm 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 really excited about our special teams. Um, uh, you know, we have one of the best snappers in the country. I, I think he's going to play in the NFL for a long time. We asked him to block in this last game. I don't know if you guys knew that or not, but we've never asked our snapper to block, and we asked him to snap and protect because of some of the stuff that um, Arizona State had shown the last year, which they did out here. And he snapped um, to perfection and and set back and blocked, uh, you know, just like a, an NFL guy would. And then our other guys did a good job of picking up all their twists and stunts and such, and and covering. And and then Tom was fantastic. Tom's times were between uh, one eight and one nine four, which is really fast. So he understood what we were trying to get accomplished. His punts were good. Uh, I think he was. I think he averaged 44 yards. His get-off time was about. His average was about one one eight five, which is. And he was one stepping. Yes. Yeah. I call it one step. Yeah, the, the timing of it, because he's an Australian punter, it's a, not really a one step, but we call it a one step because he's not taking the full walk into the ball. Right. It's a little more than a one step, but it's you know it's all about the time. Um, when you can get the ball off, uh, you know, 1-8 is super fast. Uh, you know, anything under a 2 is going to be at, is going to be good. And he's he was floating around 1-7-6 to 1-8-3 and punting it um, 44 yards on average. I mean, that's – you can't ask for more than that. And we had good coverage. It's interesting, the, the majority of the good coverage has come from true freshmen. Really? Sure is, yeah. Wow, uh, Rawls and and uh, I say true freshman Nick Martin's been here, um, Ray Gay. Uh, I mean we've got we've got guys that are really um, doing a good job. Ollie, uh, guys that are, are Ty, uh, guys that are covering and, and tackling and um, hopefully that'll continue on. We have another home game. Um, and we'll, we'll see if those young guys can compete and do well on the road. Um, we've had so much maturity on our team the last so many years that going on the road didn't mean anything to them. Um, but we have quite a few young guys that are going to be playing special teams this year. And so um, hopefully they can get enough experience and reps and the road doesn't affect them any. But anyway, I went on a long time. I'm, I'm really excited about those guys and our hold and our punts and our kicks and snaps and coverage units and 
um, you know, we almost popped a, another uh, return, first one of the game. We were mm -hmm. close, and we were just one guy away. So if you basically throw your hat in the ring enough times, you're one or two guys away. Eventually, you're going to break one. So it won't be long, and we'll get one uh, because we're putting ourselves in really good position. Um, but that's really what, what summed it up. Um, defense uh, played well early. We gave up a few big plays, had some miscommunications, but considerably fewer than what we had in the first week. Uh, and when we were sputtering around a little bit offensively, trying to figure out what we wanted to do, um, you know, we didn't do anything the first five possessions, and the defense kept us in the game. And they were, though, pretty much completely different than what they were against Northern Arizona, were they mm -hmm. not? Yeah, yeah. They 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 did a. a a much better job of disguising and changing coverages. They they just lined up and played against uh, Northern Arizona. And, I, you know, we didn't think they would do that, which they didn't. Um, they they played uh, way back. And uh, if, uh, you know, if I was a fly on the wall in their defensive staff room, it was we're not going to give them a big play. And so they played way back and then so we adjusted our running game to, to benefit us where we had numbers in the box and so on and so forth. And we had that capability. That's the one good thing about our offense is we have the capability of adjusting on the run. And we did. And so we were able to hit some runs and do some different things. Uh, you know, that's the advantage of our staff being together for so long. Um, we, we, we can think and, and, and uh, come up with the concepts and change things during the game that fit our system based on how people are playing us. The, you know, I mentioned this last week on the radio. You know, the defensive staff—they don't really have it, that flexibility, but um, because Mace is new here, but they were better in this game than they were in the first game. The communication and it's—it's—it's kind of hard to explain, but everybody has to understand our concept and schemes, and then when something goes wrong, everybody has to be able to put ideas into how to fix it. And then it has to be able to—we have to fix it before we go back out. And when you've worked together a long time and everybody understands what we're trying to get accomplished, it's easier to get that goal accomplished. Sure. So, um, but long story short, we were able to, uh, to kind of get back to a little bit of what we've done in the past and by controlling the front on both sides. Um, we, we were able to extend the lead and then stop them. Because, see, they got the ball. We were up by 10 and... Uh, they had about they got the ball with about eight and a half minutes, something like that, maybe nine. I'm not sure. And we needed to not let them score um, before the clock got into under six minutes, just based on the math and and how the game will flow with timeouts and such. And um, not only did we not do that, and I mentioned that because my communication is is I don't want to give up a big play here. We're the, the clock is our friend right now, and it's eventually going to work against them unless we give them a cheap play. And so um, if they would have scored, which they didn't, but if they would have and there would have been in less than six minutes, then the only thing that we needed was two first downs. Um, they can use their timeouts, but then we can expire pretty much the game just by getting two first downs. But they ended up stopping them, and then we scored again, and then you know, kind of ice the game from that point moving forward. Right. Um, so it was good to get that accomplished. Um, I thought their offensive line was pretty good. Uh, they were tall and long. Uh, you know, it's interesting, um, those schools out west, they have tall, rangy-looking linemen. They always have. You know, when we played Washington State, they had them. When we played uh, Stanford, they had them. Um, when we play um, Oregon State, which is, you know, at times people don't recognize them as much, but they had tall, rangy guys. And then they have good skill players. See, I don't know, a lot of people might not realize, but, you know, their returner was a, the Pac-12 returner of the year last year. Oh, yeah, he had a 100-yard kickoff return for a touchdown mm -hmm. two years yeah, ago. Yeah, number three. And so we Taylor. we worked really hard uh, in preparing for him, and he, he, he'll bring it out from um, five, six yards deep. He did it several times last year. So that's something you have to coach against because human nature – for cover teams, when they see the guy go way back in the end zone, they start to idle a little bit. And, and we had to coach them. Duffy did a great job with the kickoff team and coaching them that you have to finish through now because this guy will bring it out. 
And he did. He, he brought it out from about five deep, and then he actually tried to cut back and blind uh, with no blocking, which he has done that before. He, he did it last year. I think they were playing Arizona, and he was bringing it to the left, and he stopped and cut back all the way to the right and went 100 and something yards for a return. We tried to do that out here the other night, and we had three guys that stayed back because Duffy had coached him up. So there was a lot of positive things that happened. We've got a long ways to go. One thing that I shared with the team is important they understand what our, our goal is and what our focus is this week. We, we, we know on paper that um, your friends are going to tell you, the media is going to tell you, everybody's going to tell us that we're better than this team. We get it. So I don't, I don't think you ever try to communicate anything different to the players because they, they get it, they understand. But that's not what's important. What's important is that we always have respect for who we play and that we, we work this week to get better in all three phases as an individual and then a team, our concept. And so that's what uh, the message that we gave the team last night so they understand what we're trying to get accomplished during this week. So let's go back to the punt situation. You mentioned Tom Hutton being able to work so quickly and the fact that you have a lot of young guys playing in the punt coverage unit, the, the punt block unit or the uh, punt team, if you will. The fact that he moves quickly, though, you know, knowing that there may be some guys that go in and out of that unit because of injury, maybe because they're freshmen and they get worn down, that has to be comforting, is it not? Because that, that obviously gives you some comfort in terms of your ability to execute punts quickly. So if you're having to move guys in and out of the punt team, which is something that happens, you feel pretty good about getting the punts away. Is that a reasonable statement, something that comes into play? Because it may turn out that way. Well, there's two things that factored in, and what you're saying is correct. We, the first game, we were awful. The worst had been since I've been a head coach here in punt protection. And I just I couldn't get over it. So we made a couple of adjustments. And then last uh, Saturday or whenever we started watching tape on Arizona State, then I said, this might be the best punt rush team we're facing. And we just played awful last week. Yeah. So um, here's what we're going to do. One thing we're going to do, we're not going to get a punt blocked. So we're going to one step. That eliminates that. Now here's our protections. We're, we're going to challenge our players. We're going to give them a good scheme for these uh, uh, pressures. But if we, if we don't do a good job of it, like we did the week before, which could happen, because we do have some young players on it, then we're going to one step and get it off. And I'd rather have a 35-yard punt than a block punt. Sure. So we, we did – those were two things we wanted to get accomplished last week, and we got both accomplished, and it worked to our benefit. Um, our protection was excellent. Nobody ever got near him. And his punts were excellent. We, we were averaging 44 yards, as I said earlier in the show. So that worked out really well. And to answer your question – we're fortunate that we have an Australian punter because he can do that. Uh, um, um, a traditional punter, when they go to a one-step, it can really mess them up. But an Australian guy, they're used to running different directions and kicking. That's what they, he's done all his life. He mm -hmm. run to the right. He can run to the right and kick. He can run to the left and kick. And so to adjust his timing and his footwork is not something that's difficult. So that's, a, that's an advantage for our team. We'll take a break. Come back with more in a moment. It's the Coach Gundy Radio Show, live from Boone Pickett Stadium in Stillwater from Learfield. Jared Mill Irons and Dave Monks have both called Stillwater home for 20 years. So when they began the pursuit of opening a craft brewery, there was never a question where its home would be. Iron Monk is loyal and true to OSU and Stillwater and is proud to represent that as the official craft beer of Oklahoma State Athletics. 1890 original is brewed in Stillwater by Cowboys for Cowboys. Iron Monk Brewing Company, official craft beer of Cowboys everywhere. Drink responsibly. It's the Cowboy way. Charlie's Discount Drug, where we know our customers by name. Oh, yeah. At Charlie's Discount Drug, our pharmacists answer your phone calls directly, and we believe in personalized face-to-face -face service from people that you know. We value our customers at Charlie's Discount Drug, 723 South Walnut in Stillwater. Charlie's Discount Drug, where we know our customers by 
At Homeland, we are your homegrown advantage. Serving Cowboy fans everywhere fresh produce and party trays and all the chips and drinks for a complete game day experience. Homeland now offers curbside pickup or delivery straight to your watch party. Visit the butcher for top USDA choice beef or party trays from the deli online. No matter how you game day, Homeland has all your tailgate needs. Homeland, your homegrown advantage and official grocery partner of Cowboy football. Good to be Rib Crib on Perkins Road in Stillwater is the home of the Coach Mike Gundy radio show. Join us on Monday nights this season or tune in to hear the inside scoop on Cowboy football from the man himself. Score the ultimate win and let Rib Crib cater your tailgate. We can feed 10 to 10,000 with our award-winning barbecue. You can also find us on game days inside Boone Pickens Stadium. Rib Crib, proud sponsor of OSU Athletics and smoking the good stuff since 92. Introducing Brahms new fresh market order pickup. Get your groceries in as little as 15 minutes. It's easy. Just place your order on the Brahms app or online. Choose from Brahms exclusive items and groceries and then select a pickup time that works for your schedule. Brahms farm fresh milk, meats, freshly baked breads, produce and more are hand selected just for you. When you arrive at your neighborhood Brahms, we'll bring your order out to your car for free. Incredibly fast, incredibly convenient. Garrett Mill Irons and Dave Monks have both called Stillwater home for 20 years. So when they began the pursuit of opening a craft brewery, there was never a question where its home would be. Iron Monk is loyal and true to OSU and Stillwater and is proud to represent that as the official craft beer of Oklahoma State Athletics. 1890 original is brewed in Stillwater by Cowboys for Cowboys. Iron Monk Brewing Company, official craft beer of Cowboys everywhere. Drink responsibly. It's the Cowboy way. It's the Coach Gundy Radio Show tonight from Boone Pickens Stadium in Stillwater. They had to deal with a malfunction that led to us having to change plans. We're not at Rib Crib tonight. We'll be there in two weeks, though, although that doesn't change anything about the quality of Rib Crib and what they can do for you this week. A great place for a meal, great place for a pregame or a postgame meal or a Sunday after church meal. And as we've talked about many times, if you have a big group that you need to feed, you just give them a couple days' notice. It can be 100 people. It can be 15 people. They'll deliver it to you. They'll get you all hooked up and ready to go, and the food is awesome. And the good thing about rib crib catering is, you know, sometimes when you get that catering, by the time it gets to you, eh, it's pretty average, not very good. I can tell you from firsthand experience, when you get rib crib catered, no matter how far across town it has to go, every time we've done it, when it got to us, it was spectacular, just like you were in the restaurant. That's what you're looking for. So Rib Crib, your place to turn to if you have a big group or just want a great meal on Perkins Road in Stillwater, the uh, weekly home of the Coach Gundy Radio Show. You know, Coach, one thing I was looking at pro football focus today, and you know, Dominic Richardson, I knew he had a lot of yards after contact. I didn't realize it was as many as it was. According to pro football focus, which tends to be pretty accurate, of his 131 yards, 105 were after contact. A, a big chunk, chunk, but as you said, he ran with a lot of power, ran through a lot of arm tackles. Well, it tells you two things. It tells you that um, after the first game, when we weren't real pleased with our run blocking, that's probably true. And then the second game um, afterwards, and what we talked about on the show earlier, is that his ability to run through tackles and bounce off of people is kind of the direction we're going now. Um, similar to the Des Rowland, the Chris Carson type. Um, and then, uh, you know, 23, Nixon can come in, and, and, and he's more of a scat back, you know, as he grows and develops and, and gets stronger. Uh, you know, he needs to look more like Justice Hill at some point in his career. Uh, and then Ollie's going to come in, uh, you know, once he grows up and matures, uh, and, and be maybe a combination of both. I'm not sure, you know, because Ollie's – surprised me in the few carries he's had with his ability to make people miss he's made a couple guys miss but he also we know he has power because he's so big right i don't even know what he weighs now he probably weighs what dave 210 or something now yeah, i was going to look and see what we listed uh, as i'm trying to remember off the top what, of my head we list? listed him at 211 yeah he looks so, bigger than that Yeah, so i was only a pound off but uh, i'm gonna bet you next year he's 225 
That would that be his playing weight, probably? I don't know. He's going to be a big man. I, but he, I bet he, weigh, I bet he plays. I bet he's at two twenty-five next year. Wow. So, um, and then um, you know Jackson, you know he's still out there. Um, he could be back. In, in, I mean, it's, it's a day to day uh, with him, and and uh, he had a good August camp. You were there quite oh, a few yeah. days and saw oh, yeah. him, and then um, you know until he got this other issue worked out. We had to kind of shelf him rep-wise. Can't really rep a guy that we don't know he's cleared to play in a game. So sure. hopefully we can get him cleared. You know, that's been a day-to-day -day deal for a couple weeks now. Uh, and then we should have a pretty good group. But, you know, all this came from, you know, the talk about his yards after carry. And in the big picture, you know, you, you, you watch games. You watch um, – well, you watch pro games. There's not many – free yards for running backs anymore. Defenses are so athletic. Um, you watch good college football teams play good defenses at, uh, at our level, you're not getting a lot of free yards. You're going to have to earn your yards because these defensive guys are so athletic and they're just so hard to block nowadays. So the run after carry is very, or after contact is very, very important unless you're a guy that can just make guys miss. Like, you know, what we had with Kendall and Justice Hill and the guys like that. And, you know, Jalen did a little bit of it last year. He'd make guys miss. Sure. So, so when you're, you're in a situation where you're a little more ground and pound versus guys that are either home run threats or really shifty, does it change the dynamics of your offense all that much? Or is it basically the same? It's just going to look different in terms of who's out there. Does it, does it alter things much in terms of how you think? It, it really won't change uh, scheme-wise. Um, the only thing that that we have to adjust scheme-wise is how people play us. Um, if, if um, for example, this team that we just played, you know, they played, they started off playing way back. And so we were in some spread sets. And uh, being in spread sets versus teams that are playing safeties way back doesn't really do any good because you don't have anybody blocking in the core of the offense. They're all spread out. So then we have to get back into more of a, of a uh, um, 20 or 11 personnel grouping and now we have you know numbers wise we have an extra uh, half extra guy to block and then we run the same stuff we just use him in those schemes and that's the thing about our offense it's been good it's for, for so many years because we have that flexibility we don't just have to shelf everything we can we can chain we can put a tight end cowboy back in there and let him work um, we can move him out or, or go to four wides, run the same concepts. But if we need to get an extra guy in there versus high safety looks, then we can bring him in. Now we have an advantage. Um, now we just have to be patient and, be, and we have to be willing to pound on people. Um, and that's what Casey finally made that adjustment in the game based on what they were doing. Right. And you, you have to. I mean, it's, you know, I've been through that as a coordinator calling plays for you know, something. I mean, we all want to throw home runs, but if they don't give you a home run, um, you got to take what they give you. And so that's the luxury of doing what we do on offense now. How'd you feel about Bryson Green's performance? Uh, he played good. Um, he, uh, we're, we're, we need to continue to work with him on um, separating in man coverage. Uh, that's going to be where, uh, you know, he didn't, He's young. He, he didn't get very many reps last year. Right. He is big and strong and physical, so he has to use his strength similar to like what we did with Aitman. Uh, Aitman finally learned to you know, just knock people off the line, swat them, rip them with his hands, knock them down. Uh, he's not going to shake and get off the line like James Washington and, and Wallace and those guys. He's going he's gonna to be strong coming off the ball. And as he grows and develops and matures, he'll learn to do that. He's still thinking a lot right now. So you have players that have a lot of experience that they don't have to think as much, and then players that are young that are playing that don't have a lot of game reps, they have to think so much. So sometimes he's thinking and he gets jammed up and plays over. And as he grows and matures, then he'll, he'll work through all that. So is the physicality the toughest adjustment for most receivers? Just what, uh, what's required? Yeah, at this level, uh, you know, in high school, um, those guys that are good wideouts, obviously, if they make it to this level, 
they were really good high school players. They pretty much just get free releases. And they get to run down the field and so on and so forth. You don't have a lot of high school corners that are physical enough to challenge good receivers at that level. So that adjustment comes at this level when you're playing against corners that are 195 pounds and you know they're every bit as athletic as you are. So now your game is different because you're, somebody might be in your face that's every bit as athletic as you are. And that's the adjustment those receivers make to get to this level. We'll take a break. Come back with more in a moment. From Boone Pickens Stadium at Stillwater, it's the Coach Gundy Radio Show from Learfield. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Garrett Mill Irons and Dave Monks have both called Stillwater home for 20 years. So when they began the pursuit of opening a craft brewery, there was never a question where its home would be. Iron Monk is loyal and true to OSU and Stillwater and is proud to represent that as the official craft beer of Oklahoma State Athletics. 1890 original is brewed in Stillwater by Cowboys for Cowboys. Iron Monk Brewing Company, official craft beer of Cowboys everywhere. Drink responsibly. It's the Cowboy way. Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at Redbud Physical Therapy can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With 15 convenient locations across Tulsa and beyond, contact Redbud Physical Therapy today at redbudpt.com to see a physical therapist. Redbud Physical Therapy, a proud sponsor of Oklahoma State Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Cowboy fans in the game. At Homeland, we are your homegrown advantage. Serving Cowboy fans everywhere fresh produce and party trays and all the chips and drinks for a complete game day experience. Homeland now offers curbside pickup or delivery straight to your watch party. Visit the butcher for top USDA choice beef or party trays from the deli online. No matter how you game day, Homeland has all your tailgate needs. Homeland, your homegrown advantage and official grocery partner of Cowboy football. Because we are blue, we believe in being loyal and true. Whether you need health insurance for your family or just yourself, we've got you covered. Choosing Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma means access to the largest network in the state and local service. Go with blue. Visit bcbsok.com to learn more. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma is a proud sponsor of Oklahoma State University Athletics. With the OSU Rewards Credit Card from MidFirst Bank, you can earn points for merchandise, gift cards, travel, cash back, and even OSU fan gear. You'll enjoy a great introductory APR on purchases and balance transfers for the first 12 billing cycles. Plus, the OSU Rewards Credit Card is covered by the Visa Zero Liability Policy, so you'll never be charged for purchases you didn't make. Visit any MidFirst Banking Center today or go to midfirst.com slash cowboys for details. MidFirst Bank. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. Touchdown! You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda, all with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. We continue on the Coach Gundy Radio Show. We're at Boom Pickens Stadium tonight. We had a bit of a malfunction that led to us uh, changing plans and uh, moving from Rib Crib over to the stadium tonight. We'll be back at Rib Crib in two weeks, though, when we have our next Coach Gundy Radio Show. We will be off next week because of the off week. You know, one of the things, and I know you're busy on Sundays, Coach, but but, but I'm sure you wouldn't mind uh, speaking as a, a proud father, if you will, from a football standpoint of, all the guys in the NFL yesterday and then all the things that pop up on social media, extraordinary things that they're doing, what Malcolm Rodriguez was doing, what Jalen Warren was doing from a blocking standpoint, 
and that's just to name a couple. It's, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys in the league right now, and the thing is, even in week one, they're making a lot of plays, making impact. It was fun to yeah, watch. It, it really is, and, and fortunately, my boys at the house, well, all three of them, they'll, they send me the uh, whatever they are the, where I can click on the Twitter and see the highlights because they know I'm not on there, and so they're sending me the the things that the, that the, the guys are doing, and Jalen Warren had the big block on the on the twist on the defensive lineman, and and then Malcolm's making plays and Gage, my youngest one, he's he was uh, you know he said he watched the first half of the Lions and he said he thought he said I think Malcolm has like four or five tackles already, um, so uh, it, it's it's a good deal. You know we had we had five guys uh, make it and um, a couple guys made practice rosters and uh, we've got a an ex pretty big number of guys now in the NFL. Uh, I think a guy told me uh, last week we have twice as many players in the NFL now than we've ever had before. I think it's 22 as a number, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so I don't know that we've ever had more than 11 or 12 active guys up until the last few years from Oklahoma State. Right. And uh, now, obviously, we've got 22. So that's a pretty big number. So we're starting to make some strides there. Uh, but but those guys are sure making us proud, and uh, hopefully the culture and the experience that they learn here will help them at that level. Adam Hildebrandt and I on our podcast last week talked about that, and really the gist of what we talked about was basically half of your guys in the NFL now are on the defensive side of the football, which has not been the case. And right. we, we talked about the moving of the scholarships, but but just how things have evolved and, and that, you know, you've you've shown – a lot of versatility in developing players really across the board, special teams, offense, defense. It is kind of interesting now. I think basically half the guys are on defense now. You know, it's interesting. I, you, you've heard me say it before, but I use, uh, you know, the Tommy, Liz Tommy Lasorda illustration of he always played the game and managed the game by statistics way back before analytics were ever around. But he had certain statistics. Um, and if – that pitcher and that catcher versus the runner on first base gave him the best chance percentage-wise to steal, he would, he would call for a steal. If he didn't, he wouldn't. He played percentages. And so what's happened with what you just mentioned is it's a numbers game. So we're in probably year five, maybe year six of the change of scholarships. So we're, now we've generated more numbers defensively and so now you've, you're hitting on more players that are athletic and, and uh, have enough potential to play in the NFL. And so it's just a larger pool to choose from. And that's really what all this comes down to um, because, you know, I mean, recruiting's hit and miss. Uh, we've talked about this a lot. I know the fans, people tell me they get sometimes frustrated. We don't sign five stars or very many four stars or whatever. But, um, you know, other than maybe some of the five stars, there's not really a lot of difference between a what what I call or somebody would call a three or a four star. And um, we we've we've been able to hit on a lot of guys and playing that numbers game, switching those scholarships over, goes right back to what we talked about early in the show about special teams. Oh yeah, those guys oh, are the yeah. ones playing on special. You know, we did that. You know, when you asked me years ago, I said one of the reasons is. We need more special teams players, and offensive guys don't tackle. Right. So you can put – if you choose to put the majority of your kickoff and your punt coverage offensive guys, you're going to be sadly disappointed when they miss a bunch of tackles in space because they don't tackle. So then you're asking them to tackle. Now, we have a couple guys on every unit that can do it, but if you put the majority of those guys out there, it's not going to be as fun because they don't tackle versus when you're – when you're in a return phase, those guys are blocking, and so you can put more offensive guys out there. But the last thing that, that is, what I found out in doing this a long time, is the physicality of playing in a game in an offense or defensive phase, and then getting um, 12 plays in a game as special teams. Offensive guys can't handle the physicality like defensive guys can. And over the years, I've watched that. Interesting. And I've brought it up in staff meetings, and the coaches think I'm crazy. But I've watched it happen, and I've run my own test, 
in my own survey, and I know I'm right. And that's another reason why we need more defensive players, because their bodies are more conditioned to the physicality of special teams over a period of 12 games than offensive guys are. And so if you add all that up, it goes back to the Tommy Lasorda theory. You got to play your percentages. And if you play the percentages the right way with the numbers, then it, it, it's advantageous for us, and that's kind of the direction that we've gone lately. Do you think on defense that's because they are in the reactive mode? If you're playing defense, you have to react to everything the offense does, whereas on offense, you're sort of dictating what they do because the, there's a mental strain that would go with that that you'd have to get used to because you're constantly having to react on the fly to what the offense is doing. Is, do you think that's part of it? Some of it. Um, the, the majority of it comes from Every day in practice, unless we're in, uh, we're not in any kind of pads. If we're just in shorts, every day in practice, the defensive players work on tackling. There's a physicality to that drill. Offensive players don't do that, other than the linemen who are not on special teams. Right. The receivers run and catch passes, and the running back works on his drills and his stuff. A little bit of blocking. Receivers work a very small percentage compared to the other things they work on in blocking. But defensive guys work on tackling a considerable amount of time. And then in their team in their team drills versus scouts, they tackle. So they're conditioned. Their body's conditioned for that. Offensive guys aren't. And, and that's why they can't withstand the physicality throughout the year. And that's what happens to your running backs. That's why running backs, well, it's not the only reason. The first reason is running backs take direct hits all the time. But they don't let them get hit in practice. So they're not conditioned for it as much. Back when I played, the running backs that, that were here with us, which are in the Hall of Fame now, NFL Hall of Fame, those guys got hit every single day. We, we had inside drill and it was live. And the guy's the Heisman Trophy winner, they were hitting him every day. They're conditioned for that. And they, they have that, uh, um, their body has that awareness and they can take those blows. So. You don't see that much anymore in practice, and defense gets more of it than offense, and that's why they can withstand more of the hits in special teams than offensive guys can. You know, it's interesting, too, the, and, and not to be critical, who would ever be critical of Alabama, but you're talking about offensive guys in coverage. The classic example of how sometimes that can go sideways is the kick six from 2013 against mm -hmm. Auburn mm -hmm. when Alabama tried the long field goal, and if I remember correctly, they had – you know, trying to protect field goal. They had nothing but offensive linemen on there. And when that dude got loose. Yeah, they had they, two tight ends. They were, they, it was over. Yeah, they had a two, two tight ends. They had a tight end and a wing and a fullback at a wing. So you had four what you call um, big skill kids. Little skills, your wideouts, your running backs, your corners, your safeties. Your big skill is your tight ends, your fullbacks, and your um, linebackers. So they had all linemen, a kicker and a holder, the holder was probably a punter, and you had three tight ends and a fullback chasing a skill kid. And so that's what, you know, I mean, it could happen to anybody. You know, well, we sure, talked about sure. that. The day after that happened, we went right in the room and started coaching coverage on, on, uh, on field goal <laughs> because, I mean, if you know, you're a fool if you don't. Because, well, you changed it up, didn't you? Do oh, I remember yeah. that? I yeah, remember we, that. We, we came up with a plan. Yeah, we net cover. We don't, because you know what happened is they took off running after him. Like human instinct, he, he started running to the side, and so these, all these great big guys took a straight line to him. They should have took a 90-degree angle and got in front of him and built a wall. And then he, he would have started doing this, and then they could have just moved sideways. So that's what we do now. Mm -hmm. we, we practice it preseason. In fact, I probably need to review it again uh, Friday. But when we do that, we tell them, um, if he's going to your right, I don't want you to go at him. I want you to be 20 yards away from him, and I want you to go straight sideways and stand in front of him and then make him cut back. And then you just move side to side. Don't even go after him. Just, just move side to side. And then your, your, your fullbacks and your tight ends can chase him. The linemen just say side to side. Because the big guys, you're not going to go tackle that guy. You don't have a chance to get your hand. He's going to make you miss almost every time. And that's what happened. You know, that's what we learned from watching that. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and you have to, you know, in my opinion, you're not a smart coach if you don't watch things that happen and teach it. It's like the whistle play with LSU and uh, Florida State the other night. 
Did did uh, did you see that game live? I saw parts of it. I don't think the I saw the whistle play. Very end of the play. game was the whistle play. Oh no, that's oh yes, I saw that. I didn't know that's okay. what they called it. Yeah, it, so I did see that. Right. So what happened is the game had expired because they blew the call because the guy's knee was in bounds. Right. So he shouldn't. The clock should have run. Game should have been over. But because they stopped it and called him out of bounds, and there was one second left, by rule you have to give them what you call a whistle play which means that you set the ball down. Now, they did all the reviewing and all that. And, and he got a first down on the play, too, which yeah. played a role in it. So um, so they did all the reviews and all the stuff they did and whatever. They were all just double-checking themselves. But the point being is they have a whistle play. So um, the, they set the ball for play, and the, the uh, referee blows his whistle, and the ball has to be snapped instantly. Like, if you motion somebody and wait a second or two, then the game's over. You don't even get the snap. So I had had a little bit of exposure to a whistle play, but I didn't know it. It hadn't happened in a long time, and I didn't know it. And so, you know, I watched and saw, and I still didn't understand it. Um, so I called down and got a clarification from our officials and then talked about it with our staff. And, and we have to coach it this week. Because when you get that, when it happens in a game, in the heat of a moment, you can't coach it then. It's over with, and you can't hear in the crowd, and everybody's right. uptight, hearts are beating, coming out of your chest. Mm -hmm. and then you, So we're going to have to coach it this week um, and go over it with our players, which is two people, the quarterback and the center. They, they hear that whistle, the ball better come back. Because you get a, maybe two seconds, maybe if they're being generous, and that's it. If you don't snap, the game's over. Now, why that's the rule, I don't know, but that's the rule. Yeah, it is, that is bizarre. Interesting, yeah. interesting to say the least. We'll take a break, come back with more in a moment. It's the Coach Gundy Radio Show from Learfield. Through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide to this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager. Learning the lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. This is an important message from the Mine Safety and Health Administration. Mining fatalities, accidents, and injuries are preventable. Taking a minute to approach your task safely can protect you and your fellow miners from injury and death. Staying alert and focused can keep you safe. Do it safe. Do it right. Whether buckling a seatbelt or securing equipment, these quick safety measures can prevent injuries and fatalities. Take time. Save lives. For more resources, visit MSHA.gov. Farming is dangerous. There's dangers all around us. We go through safety training and try and do these things to make sure accidents don't happen. You don't want to hit a gas pipe because that's your life. The other part of it is if you hit certain things, you're liable for it. Farm Safe 811 starts with you. Always call 811 and wait for any underground lines to be marked. Always keep safety in the back of your mind. Just stay humble. For more information, go to farmsafe811.org. Question, what will you find on all over-the-counter or OTC medicine packages to help you choose the right drug and use it safely? The answer, the drug facts label. This label lists the medicine's active ingredients and purpose, how much to take, and warnings you should know before using it. Remember, even OTC medicines you buy without a prescription can cause side effects you don't want. So follow the information listed on the drug facts label. For more information, visit FDA.gov slash drug facts label. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. 
to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. Coach Gundy Radio Show on this Monday. Happy to have you with us. Be back at Rip Crib in two weeks. We're at Boone Pickett Stadium tonight. We had a bit of a malfunction that led to a change of plan, so we appreciate everyone's patience and flexibility. And, you know, any observations on Pine Bluff coming in this weekend? So they're averaging 60-something points a game. Uh, and, and, again, they're, they're playing, you know, lower-level schools, whatever, either way. But they're not having any problems scoring. Um, and uh, they have skill players. Uh, they've got guys that are running it and catching it, and and uh, they run around pretty good in the back end. Uh, you know, when you when you, the the difference you notice when you play um, um, some schools is you know maybe the overall speed with the front seven on both sides. But it's interesting they have skill players. Um, uh, Doc Gamble, I think their coach's last name is Gamble. That's Doc, right. That's I correct. I was reading yep. on him, and you know he's had success and he's got a, a history and. Um, you know they're they're running up some big numbers. Their their uh, their offense coordinator has uh, floated around the Big Ten for several years, so they got some guys coaching them up and whatever. And you know they're in a they have nothing to lose. Uh, and I would guess that their coaches are probably showing them the highlights of Marshall and Appalachian State and uh, Oregon State winning in Wisconsin and uh, whoever beat Nebraska. Uh, I would guess that that's what they're showing them. Sure. Saying, hey, we can do the same thing. So, uh, you know, I, we talked earlier in the show. The message to the team is, is one, we need to focus. We always respect our opponent. We'll put a good game plan together. We need to get better in practice. You need to improve in your, your individual roles. We need to improve in all three phases. And our team needs to improve in basic stuff. And then we need to, um, we need to play well early and have a fast start. And we need a good crowd. You know, we, sure. we need. I mentioned the the stripes uh, was beautiful in the stadium last week, but we need a good crowd every week. It's very, very important right now with potential conference realignment in the next 12 to 18 months. Um, they need to see this as a big time college football atmosphere, period, to help this in the long run for our athletic department. So that's very important, um, and we're very appreciative of all the students that are coming out and the fans. Very good, Coach. We appreciate the time as always. We'll see you later in the week. Okay, thank you. That's Coach Gundy. We'll take a break and have some final thoughts in a moment on the Coach Gundy Radio Show from Learfield. At Homeland, we are your homegrown advantage. Serving Cowboy fans everywhere fresh produce and party trays and all the chips and drinks for a complete game day experience. Homeland now offers curbside pickup or delivery straight to your watch party. Visit the butcher for top USDA choice beef or party trays from the deli online. No matter how you game day, Homeland has all your tailgate needs. Homeland, your homegrown advantage and official grocery partner of Cowboy football. Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at Physical Therapy Central can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With over 30 convenient locations across Oklahoma City and beyond, contact PT Central today at ptcentral.org to see a physical therapist. Physical Therapy Central, a proud sponsor of Oklahoma State Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Cowboy fans in the game. Jared Millirons and Dave Monks have both called Stillwater home for 20 years. So when they began the pursuit of opening a craft brewery, there was never a question where its home would be. Iron Monk is loyal and true to OSU and Stillwater and is proud to represent that as the official craft beer of Oklahoma State Athletics. 1890 original is brewed in Stillwater by Cowboys for Cowboys. Iron Monk Brewing Company, official craft beer of Cowboys everywhere. Drink responsibly. It's the Cowboy way. Unused prescription opioid pain medicines can spell trouble. They can spell risk if taken by someone they weren't prescribed for, harm if accidentally taken by a child or pet, or overdose if they're not used as directed. Safely dispose of opioids before they can hurt your family. Find a drug take-back option such as medicine drop boxes. You may find these in your community at local pharmacies or police stations. Visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal.
back on the Coach Gundy Radio Show to wrap things up. Hope you'll join us on Saturday night when Arkansas Pine Bluff is here. It's a 6 o'clock kickoff. That means our pregame coverage on the network starts at 4, and then we have a bye week, as I mentioned earlier, and then Baylor uh, in Waco, Texas, the first road game coming up uh, on October 1st. Of course, it is an advantage, to say the least, for Oklahoma State to have the bye week going into Baylor in a couple of weeks versus what Baylor has to deal with, and they'll be playing Iowa State the week before the Cowboys take on the Bears. So in the meantime, though, business to take care of against Pine Bluff. Again, 6 o'clock is a kickoff, 4 o'clock pregame coverage here on the network. Thanks for spending your Monday night with us. We'll talk to you later in the week. This has been the Coach Gunny Radio Show, live from Stillwater, from Learfield. On the Cowboys Sports Network from Learfield, live from Rib Crib in Stillwater, smoking the good stuff since 92. The Mike Gundy Show has been brought to you by Charlie's Discount Drug, where discount is our middle name, located at 723 South Walnut in Stillwater. And by MidFirst Bank. MidFirst Bank is your home for the OSU Visa debit card and the OSU Rewards credit card. MidFirst Bank, member FDIC. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Cowboy Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.